Today's music in the 4Plot podcast is from VGR. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube by searching VGR or Video Game Remixes. When I was a kid, I would get so mad playing my NES that I would grab it and I would pull it real tight and I would bite the cord like really, really hard. To this day, I would bring my controller to the next podcast. You can see bite marks. Like no there's way. exposed what wires. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Just, you, are, you are fired. Leave, Will. <laughs> Welcome back to the 4Plot Podcast, everybody. So glad you're joining us for episode 8. Around the table today, we have Matt. That's me. Michael. What's up? And Will hang out here with you. And today, we're talking about all things Nintendo. We're all big Nintendo fans around here. We played. You had a Nintendo when you were a kid, right, Matt? Oh, yeah, man. All day. Yeah, had a Nintendo. Mike, of course, had a Nintendo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about later about your experiences with Nintendo as a kid. But today... We're going to talk about, and, and you know, this is titled in our sheet here on our on our little printout. It's titled "The Rise and Fall of Nintendo," but I mean, there's really been no giant fall. I mean, well, I hope that wasn't clickbait. The people are like, you know, yeah. oh man, is Nintendo the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity? <laughs> that's definitely what I'm titling this YouTube video. <laughs> the answer, no. <laughs> Will Nintendo end the world? No, they, they, it won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible clickbait title that would be. I think be. it should be called Will Nintendo End Did the World. Nintendo slap your mother? No, it did, it did, it did not. Um, your Nintendo doesn't have arms. Um, so not yet. The de- <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Someday the Nintendo will play you. That's what That's what it is. All right. So, wow. Oh, man. Uh, everybody has fond memories of Nintendo. We all grew up with Nintendo. Really one of the first big, huge, giant gaming monsters out there. Um, really brought back a, a whole console generation. Atari ran them into the dirt. You know what I'm saying? And then Nintendo comes up. And fixes everything. I got, I got a few little fun facts before we start just to launch us into Nintendo. Believe it or not, and I, I didn't know this, so I looked it up today. Totally amazed. Nintendo founded 1889 is when Nintendo was founded. They sold playing cards, all right? That, that's not a typo. That's not the a typo. 1800s? 1889, Dear bro. Lord. Uh, yeah, uh, 1889. I looked at it, I'm like, 89? Like, 19? No, 1889. They sold playing cards. That's when the company was first created. Um, when translated, Nintendo in Japanese, I believe, literally means leave luck to heaven. Okay, interesting fact. It'd be weird if it was like like <laughs> Nintendo <Italian>. in German. <laughs> yeah. It's Swahili. The Japanese company. <laughs> the Japanese company Nintendo in German means... Okay, you've lucked to heaven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna, I was, I was trying to think. <laughs> Sorry, of I didn't clever. have a joke. To I didn't jump. have a joke either. I just, I was just <laughs> die bombing there. Uh, in 1959, they made a deal with Disney to print characters on their cards. That was their first real jump wow. in popularity. Wow. Yeah, did not know that either. I was reading a whole article today. I, I believe this was on Gizmodo, so don't, don't quote me on all this. Um, 1959, they made a deal with Disney to print characters on their cards, which really jumped in popularity for them. That was their first real jump. After the decline of playing cards, because, you know, those went away, um, they decided to try their hand at video games. They released EVR Race and a little game called Donkey Kong in 1975 to arcades around the globe. Um, In 1983, they released the home console, the Famicom, also shortened for the family computer. Did not know this either. Always wondered how we got from the Famicom to the NES, because the NES is very similar to the Famicom. Um, you know, the game cartridges don't play the same, but very, very similar, you know, hardware, whatever. 
there were major recalls six months after it was released. They had to take them all off the shelves. And they relaunched it as a Nintendo Entertainment System, which launched in America in 1985, which was 34 years ago. Great platforming games, amazing technology, the Zapper. Have you? Do you know how the Zapper worked for Duck Hunt and stuff like that? Yeah, it was, wasn't it light? And it was so yeah. cool. I watched a slow motion video today that ran down exactly how it worked. Duck Hunt. You, the ducks would fly. Yep. You would pull the trigger. It sent a signal to your NES to flash the screen. It would flash black on everywhere except where the ducks were, which would be a white square, just just a millisecond. Like yep. you literally can't even see it. And then your gun would pick up if it was in line with the uh, wow. with the white square. And that's how it would. That's how it would. Do. Even the, even there were two ducks on the screen. There were like two squares, and like wild. it was v- very very cool technology. <laughs> um, they continued to release excellent hardware and first party software titles for years. Um. Yeah, and that's it. They overcame Sega, of course. Sega was their main competitor. Um, they gobbled up Sega at some point. I mean, which that's a whole other podcast, The Death of Sega. Oh, yeah, man. Genesis I, was I'm, a, I'm down for another Dreamcast God. any day of the week. Genesis was a great system, too. Yep. Nintendo, of course, comes out on top, and uh, now we find ourselves in what you know most people would consider the current generation of Nintendo. Before we start, just a few Nintendo memories what was your favorite Nintendo console that that you had? First of all, let's start. What was your first Nintendo console? What did you, what did you have first? Um, I I'm gonna they're probably the same. I'm gonna say it would have been the Super Nintendo. Mm. Uh, like N64 had some great hits. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff on the Game Boy, but uh, you know, Super Nintendo's where it's at for me. Oh. yeah. I had an NES, and I have had. Let me think. Every I've had every Nintendo system. Really? Um, yeah, I, I didn't have the um, what was the the 3D one that bombed? Didn't have that. Uh, the, <laughs> virtual oh, Boy. The, the virtual yes. Boy. Oh. Didn't have the Virtual Boy. Bro, I played a Virtual Boy back in the day. Yeah. Legit. My, my buddy Ben had one. That wasn't 3D, man. That was just your you know, eyes yeah. bleeding, <laughs> yeah. looking at red. Yeah. That was terrible. So, but other than that, I've had every single one of them. Wow, that's incredible. Um, I don't have a lot of memories of the NES. It was, I mean, I was really young. Yeah. It was more my dad's system at that point. Um, my favorite system, man. I, I really feel like the Game Boy. Color slide, maybe even the Game Boy Advance. That kind of time, mm-hmm. I had a lot of memories of playing with my friends, like before church, or playing with my yeah, friends yeah. after school, stuff like that. Where a lot of fun memories. I mean, yeah. I definitely had, you know, the Super Nintendo and Nintendo sixty four. I had great memories, but I do think that just back in the day when you had all that time, when your mom would drag you to go shopping and you had yeah, to sit man. on a bench, yeah. and I just loved that time. I would dare say biggest Nintendo title Game Boy I mean you know what I'm saying Pokemon was Pokemon a, makes more money than any other video yeah. game franchise po- by far Pokemon crazy. was not an NES game it was not a Super Nintendo yep. game it was a Game Boy game you know and it, and it, which is crazy to think about like that they never tried to make that uh, a main like a main no, home until this year title. until the this new, year the new right. Pokemon gonna, game is going to be on the Switch I'm going to use our fancy Google machine here to figure out Pokemon release date because that's a great point of like so Pokemon came out. I want to say it was after the Super Nintendo. Could be wrong. Here. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, 1996 yeah. is the first. Is when Red and Blue came out. I believe. When did America. the first Pokemon game come out? 96? Yeah, 96. Mm-hmm. 96 in North America. September 28th, 96 was Red I and mean, Blue. I mean, and it's crazy because like that was that Pokemon phenomenon where the show was everywhere and the yeah. you know everything was was Pokemon, Ooh, but the 90, games. 98 in North America actually. 96 in Japan. Wow. So yeah, wait, wait oh, yeah, gotcha. 98 in, in Japan. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing that franchise has still stood up. 
you know, the test mm. of time. But yeah, I would say that I had Pokemon Blue and that, I mean, I must have played that game a hundred times through. Right. Like, Man, I, I think when I think back to the Nintendo systems, like and you, like I, you know, I want to say NES. I still have my NES. Like I've still got original my NES one? from a kid. Doesn't wow. work. It needs repair. Um, but I've got it and the games. Like I went into a local dealer around here, Monster Games, um, free sponsorship there, Monster. Um, I went into <laughs> I went into Monster Games. They sell. They're not listening. They sell. Uh, they not sell, yet. Not yet. They sell um, vintage games and stuff in there as well. And I was talking to the guy. I've got some actually really valuable NES carts that I just can't get rid of, man. Like you I have, have the a, gold Zelda. I've got the gold oh, Zelda. Oh yeah, man. I've got I've got the gold. He told me one of my one of my carts I have is worth like thirty five to forty bucks even still if I come trade it in. I've got the gold N sixty four Majora's Mask cart. Oh, nice. I do too. I yeah. have that one. He's got the holographic front on it, and he's like, yeah, that was. By the way, it's worth like forty bucks. But I just can't seem to get rid of it, even though I've got emulators, I've got all yeah. these games, I can play them on Nintendo Online, or I can play them on anything. But you can't take an emulator and go, <sighs> yeah, you, can. I can't. Hey, you can't use those old remotes that would like give you blisters on oh, your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> True story. I, I don't I don't even think I've told a lot of people this. There's no reason I would tell a lot of people this, but <laughs> when I was a kid, I would get so mad playing my NES that I would grab it, and I would pull it real tight, and I would bite the cord like really, really hard. To this day, I will bring my controller to the next podcast. You can see bite marks. Like no there's way. exposed what wires. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Just <laughs> you are you are fired. Leave, Will. <laughs> um, yeah, I would get so mad playing the game that I would grab it. Like you know, these games are frustrating. You know what I'm saying? You ever uh, played an NES game? They're terrible. Yeah, um, they're terribly frustrating. Even uh, if they, even if they work, they're hard. But yeah, a lot right. of times they barely work. Right, exactly. But. Um, I had to say favorite Nintendo system for me as far as just sheer entertainment value I got out of it, N64, man. Yeah. And I didn't even own it. It was my grandfather's. I would go to his ah. house, two games, Mar- the the Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. Yep. Just, man, gosh, it just got me so good. I, old, I, I, old Pat Pat let you old, play Zelda. <laughs> Can I play you, Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> Refer back to episode uh, four if you want to hear yeah. more of our horrible uh, southern accents <laughs> and my grandpa Nintendo 64 story. But yeah, Nintendo 64 probably for me was was a huge... Super Nintendo was great too, don't get me wrong. A lot of great games for Super Nintendo. Um, that Mario for Super Nintendo is... Super Mario World is... Oh, yes. Yeah. Dude, if you, and especially if you got the Super Mario All-Stars. We had all the original all ones of them. and yeah, Super man. Mario World. Oh. oh, Nintendo been throwing back to their original game since the start. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? The res- respect the past. Yeah, I think uh, I just have the most memories with the, the Super Nintendo because I didn't have most of the other consoles. I think my oldest brother had an N64 uh, kind of later in its life cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we had an NES. I had a Game Boy Advantage. SP, I think, when those came out. So I think just the bulk of my Nintendo gaming was done on the Super Nintendo. So Killer Instinct and F Zero and mm. Secret of Mana and the Secret yeah. of Evermore. Man, those were my games. So let me let me present the next topic, and because I have a point to make about this. So, what would you consider the tipping point for Nintendo for yourselves when you stop playing them? Because Ooh. I know you have a uh. Switch, Will. Matt, you haven't played Nintendo for a while. Yeah, mm. I haven't played. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of Nintendo. I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the uh, the, the SP. Yeah, um, and that I was probably twelve yes. when, I, so, when I had that. You know, fourteen years you have not. You know, I, part of that was your your parents what they bought you for, for sure, sure or and, what your and, brothers right. wanted. But 
you know, you haven't really gone back to that. So tell me what the tipping point is. What is your opinion of Nintendo? Yeah, I think it's, like I said, that's when that was that transition from, you know, from my parents buying me games to me getting my own games. And I think that's when, you know, that's when the PlayStation, you know, we got a PlayStation 2. Me and my brothers, we all live in the same house. So we had consoles (laughs) together. So we had the PlayStation, you know, PS2, Xbox. I think I just got on that side of gaming so much more that when it came around you know and then the the gamecube was the last console for a long time until the wii came out so Mm -hmm. between the gamecube and the wii there was this huge golden age of consoles for sony and microsoft and that's where that's where i really solidified my taste in games i think so it was you know it was a lot of first-person shooters and yep. you know graphics-heavy games, which Nintendo right. just that was not their thing. So I think that's that's where I yeah. fell off. What about you, Will? I'll, I'll take I'll take Matt's answer and I'll refine it a little bit because I'm the same. Like I feel like N64 was it. My grandfather had that. I didn't even have that console. My parents had purchased for us a PlayStation, mm-hmm. um, and at the time the PlayStation was like new. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had Nintendo. Nintendo had ruled the roost except for Sega, and then they had kind of gone away. But when PlayStation comes out and Sony drops their thing, everybody's like, oh, what is this? You know, and everybody had to have the PlayStation. It was more like grown up, even though you're like 13. You know what I'm saying? It was more like yeah. grown up and cool. Um, you know, so so the PlayStation drew me away. And then Nintendo, like Matt said, I feel like GameCube, I, I never had a GameCube. That, that's the only system that I didn't play a lot of, minus the Wii U, but that didn't even count. But like, but like I, I had a Wii, so so I played N sixty four, skipped the GameCube, had a Wii, um, sold my Wii very quickly into it. Uh, I think Wii Sports was fun to like, you know, goof with your it was neighbors. A party game, yeah. It was a cool party game, and it was it was unique. You know, you're like, my God, I'd never I'd never done. Yeah. It was the closest thing to VR. Where you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually bowling, and I've got all kinds of stuff. Um, but all that to say is that once that real, like Matt said, once the Xbox and PS2 hit, you started seeing a bunch of really great games that Nintendo didn't have, they couldn't keep up with, and they didn't draw you as much. Like Everybody had played Zelda. Everybody had played Mario. I would even dare say that Nintendo's having a resurgence right now because of people going like, oh, man, I remember that. I would love to go back and play said game like right now i want to go back and play all the zelda games that i missed yeah. um because i was too busy doing things like you know playing grand theft auto i mean absolutely yeah i missed a lot and i love the zelda franchise you know but i never played twilight princess or skyward sword or any of those you know right but i'd really love to go back and have a chance to, to play through them also nintendo just started putting out some goofy controllers you know what I'm yeah saying? <laughs> yeah they they were really on the cutting edge in a bad way <laughs> Nintendo, the N64 was like already like, okay, this is three handles. Okay, this is new. This is different. GameCube like just buttons threw up on a plastic thing. You're like, oh my god, what do all? (laughs) It looked like something that you would name like a Gubaflorp in like some kind of sci-fi. Like, (laughs) oh, twist twist the Gubaflorp to do. do." You're like, what's like the game Spore? Like if you just procedurally (laughs) generated a controller, that that would come out. Yes. Yeah, it's an Escher painting. Um, So it's interesting because you guys gave the exact answer that I expected. So. Here's how I see it. Uh, again, I had every Nintendo I am, console. I am so excited that you are so excited. I had Dr. the Mike. GameCube. I had the Wii. had the Wii U. And now I have a Switch. Um, when the GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox generation came out, GameCube was the weakest by the hardware. 
Mm-hmm. Xbox was the most powerful, but it was way more expensive. That's why PS2 dominated. Yep. They've yeah. been making PS2 games. I think they stopped like two years ago. Yeah, not right. long ago. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, they weren't making them in America. A lot of right. countries, you know, a lot of South American countries, they were still releasing like FIFA every year. Yeah. So the PS2 is crazy popular. That was the point, I think, where Nintendo looked and said, okay, we're not really competing at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, we could keep doing it. I mean, we could release another yeah, one. Yeah, it's not like they just were the worst of the pack. They just stopped playing that game. They exactly. stopped competing. So they came out with the Wii, and the Wii is the second highest selling console behind the PS2. Yes. So wow. we can say that, oh, I, I didn't like the Wii, or I wanted to sell it. I had a Wii, and I I would say they had some good games. It was very, very casual friendly, yeah. very Parent right. friendly, you yeah. could play Wii Sports or Wii Resort at a party. A lot of people did. Virtual console you know? dropped on Wii, which which pull, which pulls a lot of like classic gamers to yeah, be like some people. That yeah. was one thing that I loved. I loved having the virtual console. I had so many games on virtual console. Yes, yeah, and you could tell in their marketing too. They, their <laughs> demographic was everybody who didn't play the other consoles. Right. It mm-hmm. was it was older people. It was kids. You know, Dude. young kids. You know, I'm yes. get, I'm getting the goosebumps. We're saying that right now because you can probably throw down and go. The Wii was actually the first. The first console and Nintendo first people to bring in the casual gamer. Yeah, because exactly. Because you can say mobile phones, Candy Crush, all that kind of stuff. Nah, man. We brought in casual gamers. Yep. That was really there. Young, young kids and casual gamers right. loved the Wii. Because it, and it, it's hard for young kids to jump into back in the day. Like now, gaming culture is different. But like yeah. back in the day... For a kid to yeah. jump into the PlayStation 2 world, what games were there besides? Yeah. I mean, Matt, your son is how old now? Four. Four. He is probably not going to compete with you in Halo or <laughs> no. you know, for a while. <laughs> not, but not, I guarantee yeah. you he could play Wii Sports Tennis Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, literally your dog could play Wii Sports <laughs> Tennis. Just tie it to him and shake around and right. you win. And you see this, uh, anybody coming into games late, like I, I'll try to teach my dad how to play Halo, but there's 30 buttons on that controller. Right. You know, he didn't grow up with every iteration of controls evolving Along with their yeah, understanding right. of video games, so yeah, trying to jump into a modern console <laughs> is insane. Gets, nobody can get the sticks right. They're looking and the shooting. Never yeah. you you're you're always get, straight or, up or straight or down. Or walking in a straight line right. with a joystick. My right. wife still has times where that's still that's a drifting. Like, she's just like it's so like, funny. It. It's so funny to give a non-gamer a controller. I'm telling to play Halo. Some some dual stick yeah. like you know, and they're just staring at the ceiling. Going it's always straight up or straight down. <laughs> now, straight up or straight down. <laughs> we pick up any game that's a shooter. They all have the exact same controls now. So it's like for us, it's just like oh, this is exactly like every other game I've played but right. I think that when the Wii came out not only did Nintendo say hey well first of all I would say that there have been interviews where they talk about their product they think of it as a toy and not as a yeah. serious yeah okay. it's not a it's not like you know it's a toy for them I think that Nintendo when the Wii came out they made a very conscientious decision not only to make you know video game systems that appeal to more casual players and children mm-hmm they made a, a decision to make games that also yes. are really appealing to those two groups. Yes. Which is why, for me, the Wii is when the when Nintendo started to fall. Right. I, I don't have any games from the time the Wii came out forward that I can look at and say, this gives me the same type of joy and, and right. appreciation that games for the Nintendo 64 and the Super Nintendo did. Yeah. Because they yeah. weren't made for They're you. They're not at all made the, for But me. the Nintendo 64 games... You can't say they were yes. made for children, well, yeah. but they, they, but at the time they were so unique. Yes, man. 
and and Microsoft and Sony, their games and the you know the developers that develop for it, their games matured with us. Yeah, you know? right. They they are looking more for that teenager to like you know thirty year old range. Right. Um, that's why those games are more appealing to me. That that is my ultimate belief in Nintendo. It, I don't enjoy Nintendo games like I used to because they're not for me anymore. Hey, and right. you saw every once in a while you'd see a glimmer of that overlap where they put Call of Duty on the Wii, and it was just a disaster. And it looked right. terrible, and it played terribly, yep. and it was just, that's I think it, evidence right because it's, it's an not. afterthought. They also didn't yeah. make that technology easy to work themselves into, yeah. like. You had the Wii. I remember the Wii gamepad. You could play like games, but mm-hmm. so many games in the Wii went off that motion thing. Like it, it was, yeah. It was everybody had to have motion somehow, right? And that's and, and that just doesn't that just doesn't translate yeah. into. They've like always a, been very proprietary, it's, right? You know, uh, you know, Xbox and PlayStation. They're Coke and Pepsi. They're they're trying to do the same thing, right? You know, Friggin' the the Wii is something. It's, the, the, it's the, a, Wii, the Wii it's a watermelon. The Wii is green ketchup. Else yeah, well, you saw the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch yeah. are all they're completely different than yeah, their competition. Right. Which well, you know, and, we, and, and, let's get yeah. back around to the Switch in a second because okay. I we'll get, we'll get to the Switch because that's I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, right. The Wii U is the only console they've ever released that I think was a failure. Yes, that yeah. was a problem because nobody knew it came out because it was called the Wii U. Right. And other than the gamepad that came with the console, it used the same controllers. Yeah. The game boxes didn't look much different. People just didn't realize right. that it was a game. And when it didn't sell very well at all, it, it bombed. They didn't make any games for it. And I think why that's, would you? that's partly a negative mm-hmm. of the demographic they chose is those people are not gamers. They're not tech people. Yeah. You know, right. we can tell the difference between an Xbox One, X, yeah. S, Scorpio, yeah, right. you know, whatever they're calling it now. But, yeah. but I'm still bummed I miss Mario Maker, man. So excited hey, that it's coming yeah. out on the Switch, but I missed Mario Maker, yeah. and that was such a great game look like. Yeah. And you saw a lot of games. I mean, um, Zelda, Breath of the Wild is one of them that was right. pushed back. It came out on the Wii U as well. But it was really pushed back more for the Switch for it right. to come out right around the time the Switch launched because this console did so poorly. So they had one bad console. So yeah. Nintendo never really fell off. It had a couple years of, of poor right. performance. But for me, it has fallen off just in my enjoyment. Right. I, I think when you when you talk about, you go back to the Wii, I would agree with you. There's nothing that came out on the Wii that was just amazing. I even had I even did not like playing Zelda the way that we had to play it with the motion controls. And you didn't have to play with the motion control. Well, I guess you did. For Twilight you? Princess on yeah. the Wii, you yeah. did not. You did not. But uh, Oh, I'm sorry. If you had the joystick, you did you have could, to swing, but you, you didn't have to swing. Yeah. But um, Skyward Sword that came out near the end was fully motion controls. So yeah, you never, controlled yeah, it. I never and played it, that one. I actually had no problem with the motions. A lot of people did. But that game was boring. Oh yeah, I never it was played so, that. So I mean, it was like the epitome of six Zelda games before it that are all formulaic. It's just like, oh, this is exactly well, the same thing. And here's one thing that that once again not marketed to us. We probably did not have, but you cannot discount Nintendo in those years. They were losing the console thing. Were killing the handheld game. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Hundred percent killing the handheld game. Where you guys don't have a PSP. Uh, absolutely not the PSP did pretty well against the DS the PSP or PS Vita failed it was like 300 bucks nobody bought it so the 3DS is just like oh you want a mobile you know Video game system here, 3ds. That's it for like right. eight years. So yeah. they could survive almost anything off of yeah. those. I mean, the, sales. I mean, and and then they would reinvent that every two or three years. Yeah, the you know 3ds XL and 3ds right. Plus, and right. the new 3ds. Right. This one's the size of a cafeteria tray. I, <laughs> Oh, that got me good, man. Because I was literally just about to say, when I was debating whether to buy the Switch, I kept looking. I was like, man, that 2DS is only $79. Yeah. Now it looks like a Lego brick that I, when I like 
blade. The 2DS, it doesn't fold. It's just... It, it is. It's just a, it's just a cafeteria I've always wanted it's a video a game brick. system that fits into a manila folder. Right, man. I know. It, <laughs> it's was portable a with system. a question mark? Right, maybe? Yeah. Hope you got your backpack. Right. right. So I almost bought that. But they were just killing a handheld game. Because like yeah. you said, I mean... They I, had, and they had some good games on the 3DS, for sure. I played mm-hmm. Fire Emblem. Pokemon was fun. The Legend of Zelda uh, Link Between Worlds, very, very good. Probably the best 2D Zelda game. My really. favorite awesome. game I played on the uh, on the Game Boy, my Game Boy Advance, was Fire Emblem. That game yes. was legit. Again, I would like to shout out Fire Emblem Heroes on iOS <laughs> that I've been playing for two years, never spent a cent on. Mike loves that game. I do, if you, if you listen, last if you, episode if you on free last week's episode, yeah. <laughs> Every morning, man, I got to get my free... Uh, my free, free daily free, reward. Free daily pack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, but I, I think they were they were killing the handheld game. Nintendo is so interesting for me because I love Nintendo. I I I really do like. They have such great first party games. You know, they're they're you know Mario, Zelda. Um, dude, I just played the demo for Yoshi's uh creative world. Whatever. You have a Switch, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Go go play that demo. It it it. I that game for me the fun level it's not there, right? Because that's a game for children. Okay, good. That's a game. That's a game for children. But it's called Yoshi's Crafted World, is what yeah. it's called. Dude, that game looks so freaking cool. It yeah. it literally looks like you are making your own paper mache like anima like little flip book movie like wow. like. Do you Yoshi. know what else looked good was Yoshi's Story? That same game that came out like fifteen years ago. They all look exactly the oh, same. You, oh, you talk, you talk about <laughs> they just baby, released the dude, same game dude, with a different skin every like dude, three or four years. I'm dude, so I can hear Baby frustrated. Mario crying in my Ugh. sleep. Oh, that's Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. That's yes. Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's right. Story was the next one that was on Nintendo 64, which oh, was man. fun. But this crafted world crap looks it's okay. a different okay. Uh, okay. Yep, but no, seriously, fine, seriously fine. wait, nope. stop. Nope. Go that <laughs> go download the demo and just look at it. Yeah. I play I I, yeah. I, I played one level, uninstalled it, not my kind of yeah. game. It's looks Yoshi great. it's Yoshi eating eating people, pooping eggs and throwing them at people. You know what I'm saying? That that's essentially what it is. Classic. And it, and it's cutesy and it's yeah. not my game. But just the, the 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 visuals incredible. I mean that. I mean, and look at Breath of the Wild looks really good. Nintendo does an amazing job with their art style to oh, make yes. up for the fact that they're selling consoles mm-hmm. with underpowered uh, hardware, right? Because for uh, cheap. Well, let's to, talk about as that. a value sense. Let's yeah. talk about that because because Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> even Genesis really. When you look at Sega Genesis, even their graphics were better. In, in they some, were in some yeah, way, shape, but it and was form. more expensive. But it was more expensive. Dreamcast, yeah, the, they had yeah. good graphics for the time, right? So, and and then you move up. You got Nintendo. They 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 always kept slow and steady, but they always have been behind the eight ball on on ever since Sony and, and like you said, Xbox and Microsoft I mean every system. I didn't think about this, but you know the NES, Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, GameCube, Wii. Wii U and now Switch have all been technically underpowered compared right. to their competition. Yeah, right. Um, but they're still in the game based off just like what you said. I mean, th- yeah. their games are fun. Yeah, art styles cool. Yes. The value, um, the yeah, cost. Yeah, value cost is always yeah. a good one. I yeah. mean, again, like I said, for the PlayStation Vita, I think it was three hundred dollars for a handheld. That's crazy. And the 3DS was like one hundred fifty to two hundred. Right. And yeah. they just destroyed the competition. So they do find a very good point. Between value and yeah. performance, so dude, I, I'm so excited. I'm leaving for a trip. <clears throat> I'm leaving to go on a trip on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, are you leaving for a trip? <clears throat> I mean, I <laughs> I'm sorry, it's up my throat, man. <laughs> man, you can lean away from the microphone. I'm leaving for a trip. I'm leaving for a trip on Wednesday, and I'm excited to play 
uh, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe or whatever that freaking game is called. It's got a mile long. And it's simple, and it's and it's kind of silly, but I enjoy playing it because Nintendo just makes really, yeah. really good games. But here's the question. And then I've been working on a, a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild review for a couple weeks now. <laughs> um, do you think that your enjoyment of that game, how do you think it's influenced by your nostalgia for playing those games as a kid? Ooh. Um, mm. Okay, that's... A lot. Okay, okay, hang on. <laughs> yes. That's a tough question because Breath of the Wild is unlike any other Zelda game. Yeah, let's ignore Breath of the Wild. Okay. The the new Super Mario Bros. one specifically. Okay. Or the new oh, Mario oh, one. Oh, that's just yeah. straight up nostalgia. That was Frank and Herb no, Plumbing yeah. Adventures. How would you enjoy that? <laughs> uh, if that was Jim and Terry <laughs> Plumbing Pals, would you like that game? <laughs> No, we got we got to put a Jim bunch of we got Jim and Terry plum and plow. <laughs> we got to put a bunch of peas in that one. If yeah. this was if this if this Paul was, and Pat, why am I clear? Yeah. Paul and Pat, yeah, this, plum and pals. This was Paul and Pat's plum and pal adventure. Two, no, I'm back not, in the pipes. I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure I would enjoy that. Um, but yes, I get what you're saying. It is nostalgia. I wrote a yes. review for Super Mario U Deluxe, whatever that game is called, and uh, it is not out either. And it's months past due. Yeah. But um, I, I wrote that down. That It's just a big nostalgia trip. Like, yes. With it, when, when, I mean, it, it does a lot of the same things the other yeah. platformers did. And the problem that I have with Nintendo games, I don't think it's a flaw. I just think for me it's the issue, is the nostalgia for those games hurts them in my mind. Mm. Because mm. even with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, it was so different. Yeah. Um, but especially with Super Mario Odyssey, yes, it's different, but I can... Just see the similarity. Let's go with Super no, Mario yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. It plays exactly like you know Super Mario sixty four, Super right. Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. But it's a good formula, man. Like, but I'm it's, so bored of it. And, and, and you that, know what's funny? The, just a quick interjection here. Nintendo seems very, very quick to innovate and try something really weird with their hardware but very reticent to try something super weird with their gameplay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to be super careful if you have a franchise that's loved yeah. and something oh, people yeah. grew up with, especially, so for me, it's Zelda, Mario, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could even include Metroid, but I wouldn't right. say that's quite. It's those right. big three. Any change that they make to the formula is going to be just judged so harshly. Right. We so talked, We talked about it last night. Mario was missing the... Uh, the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> The educational game yeah. that I rented anybody from the video store and hated. <laughs> anybody else have Mario typing? Uh, no, I didn't no, have that game. It was, uh, it, was, it was not as much fun as playing Mario. <laughs> let's, let's just say no, that. I'll just say that. But, um, but, I mean, I get why they have to be so hesitant. And I'm not saying they make bad games at all. It's just for me, even with Breath of the Wild, I just, I don't know. I, I'm no, just, I get it. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just feel like... You know, and, and I'm a different I'm a different customer, okay? Because yeah. I walked away at N64. I didn't play GameCube. Yeah. The Wii I dabbled in, but it, but it didn't catch my my. But now, so now I'm 32 years old, and I'm and I'm popping in Mario Odyssey, and yeah. I'm playing it on an airplane, which is awesome. And I'm sitting there going, man, the music. I just feel like I'm sitting back at you know my grandpa's house playing Super Mario 64 again, and that's that's a good thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and just off that. I feel like the game is so simplistic in nature that, dude, I just sat down to play Red Dead again, and my brain hurts. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta pat my horse, I gotta feed him, I gotta, I gotta go brush my hair, I gotta drink my coffee, eat my stew, <laughs> I gotta chew some tobacco, smoke a cigarette. Oh, got lung cancer, need to go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? There's all this stuff, and Mario, I can just collect coins and bounce on baddies. That, and I'm good. That's funny. I was actually just about to ask. Were the hardware limitations not there, would you sit on a plane and play 
Destiny or Red Dead or some of these other games that we play on our other consoles, or are the types of games well suited to the type of hardware? Um, yes, to what you just said. Yeah, I mean, yes, and I mean, no. I would not sit there on the plane and play Destiny. Right. I would not. I, I have the option to download Fortnite and or Rocket League at mm-hmm. any point I want to and play online on planes. I don't do it because I don't want that stress. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? For me, I enjoy. It's like okay, I have this stupid little game I downloaded because I love Devolver games. Um, or Devolver Digital is what they're called. Um, They have a game called, um, it's called Downwell, and it's the stupidest little game. Yeah. Um, But you fall down the hole, and you have guns for legs, and I'm terrible at the game, (laughs) but as you keep collecting, it's so so simple. You collect little gems, and then you get get upgrades. You get color color upgrades. I was so excited. I unlocked a color called G-Boy, and I was like, (laughs) what is, I was like, what is G-Boy? And then I hit the color scheme, and it looks like a Game Boy game now. On my no still, like, way. All the colors go to Game Boy game <laughs> colors. And <sighs> if I gave that to you, you'd be like, that's a Game Boy game. It's got that like beige background. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Nice. I wish I had it. I would show you. It's interesting that you'd say that about the, the simplicity, because I think it goes back to what I said about Nintendo seeing their product as a toy and not yeah. as a media. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about games with, like, immersive story, you know, engaging Gameplay like God of War was really big. Any of the Naughty Dog games, yeah. um, right? You know, even you know, go with like Destiny or something that has right. that story. Yeah. They put so much time into that. Nintendo really thrives on simplicity. There are no Nintendo games that have, you know, a God of War tier story. Or I mean, yeah. they're, they're made to be really approachable, really easy to pick up and put down. It's something that works. For yeah, them. I, and I think even with games that you have like uh, you know the Super Mario games uh, where you can you know collect all the stars and do all the levels over to get you know the top rating or whatever, I would never call that a grind. There's no grind really in it. Yeah, they don't like try that. to retain yeah. your interest longer than you want to get. They, want, they want you to have fun while you're playing. Although yeah. I will say, did you see where they released? Um, they Nintendo keeps releasing outfits for Super Mario Odyssey that's been out for like three Is years. Really? Now. They have a cap and a you can be eight bit Mario now. Yeah, I have seen that's that. Awesome. Yes. And it costs like a ten thousand coins. Yeah. So like I'm never gonna be able to get that. But they don't. But that's not a microtransaction yeah. thing. If it was, you better believe I would have bought that. It looks so cool. <laughs> You're trying to find. Hey, where can I give you guys money? So that right, I can, exactly. I don't want to have to play this. But then, but then you know, you look at some of the software stuff because um, I remember seeing Super Mario Odyssey when they debuted the Switch and they were talking about they were gonna do it. I, I was sitting at Eric Armstrong's house. It's a friend of ours. He contributes to Four Plot a lot. Um, we were sitting at his house watching the uh, the reveal, and I remember seeing him go through New Donk City, which, by the way, is one of the, the level's what? called New Donk City. It's and an he, it's a it's a the new version of Badonkadonk City. Oh, oh, right, that's yes. what it's that's what it is. That, that's really what what they were going for. But it's called New Donk City, and you're I'm assuming it has some Donkey Kong reference. I don't know yes, what the point is, be. but it's like real human people that you interact with. Yeah. And, you, and I saw that and I was like, this Looks is super terrible. Weird. And it's awesome. Like I, I actually loved it. Like it really, was, it was, it was really, that's, really that's throws right. the whole canon of, of what Mario is in this universe yeah. really strange into question. Place. He's like, yeah. he's very, very short. Yes. <laughs> it's about all a little foot high. <laughs> he's a half the height of a normal human in this right. world. Super weird. So I, you know, kind of to, to go back to what we were talking about to get back on track I feel like yes the Switch to me is an excellent console I, I am so excited going back to the simplicity of things I actually spend a lot of time in the eShop just looking for like to your point those nostalgic Mike to, the, to your point those nostalgic like Devolver makes some they're like 8-bit they got this Ninja Gaiden game kind of thing called Messenger um, I, I downloaded Shovel Knight on there. I downloaded Enter the Gungeon. They're all 8-bit games. They're all pretty simple, straightforward. And it's because when I think Nintendo, 
yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I just go back to like I think childhood, and I think like I don't want to play Red Dead. If even even if they offered Red Dead on the Switch, I would not buy it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. Because yeah, I mean their their emphasis on gameplay, fun gameplay first, is nice because there are some games, and I think Red Dead is one of them that gets too into its own world and its immersion yeah. and story, right. where you're just like. Uh, can I just like play a game? Like I don't right. want to watch a Western. I'll go watch Tombstone if I want. <laughs> right. This yeah. isn't what this is. So, I mean, I, I definitely would get that. It's just for me, maybe it's just fatigue because I was playing them when I was like four and I was playing them now that I'm 27. For me, it, maybe it's just a little bit of fatigue. And if I took a break and, and yeah. You know, yeah. What, is, what, 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 does, what does Nintendo do next, right? So we've got, we've, we, we've gone from, we've gone from a, you know, pretty pretty normal consoles. GameCube was the first kind of weird, hey, mini discs and throw up buttons on a controller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then we got the Wii, which was all motion. Wii U, which was the gamepad, like Mike said earlier, almost the Switch, just not the Switch. Yeah, it's like the poor man's Switch, man, with the plasticky touchscreen. <laughs> yes. Like, not the yes. real, oh, yeah, it's bad. And then, then now they have the Switch, which has been excellent. So Nintendo always innovating. You know, you look at... I could show you, I could put in front of you at the VHS Xbox, the VCR Xbox, yep. you know what I'm saying? The 360, the one, and whatever. And they're all going to look the same. They're mm-hmm. all going to play the same HDMI cable or, you know, component if you were back in the day for every <laughs> Xbox. Oh. Yep. You know, and, and you're going to plug it in and you're going to have a controller that kind of looks the same. Yeah. And you're going to play it, right? Dude, you line up Nintendo's hardware over the last few years and you're like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, are, is this the same? Is this a game console? Yeah. So what do you what what is what do you just dreaming here? What does Nintendo do next? What are, what are some what are some things that you would think you, that you would see Nintendo do? Just crazy off the wall. Like what what does Nintendo stay with this thing? Because now with Switch, they've kind of I don't see them coming out with like oh here's a new 3ds kind of because now your handheld market and your console market yeah they're bridging is the gap between yeah. those two markets. I really don't know what to expect. I think that's one of one of their strengths is you have no idea what's what's going to happen now. I. Yeah. I literally can't think. Of, I don't think they're going to get into the VR space. I don't think that's where no. where they would succeed. But so other than that, I'm I'm not sure because I think that's where a lot of people are trying to go um, as as a way of innovation. Because I think consoles are are consoles. I think normal consoles are going to try to become more like PCs in the future. But I don't see that happening with Nintendo. Right. No, I think they've kind of carved out a niche where. They are that thing you get in addition to your PC or your yeah. regular console, yeah. right? There, and a lot of people are fine with that. I wouldn't be surprised if they release like a, a more powerful Switch, mm-hmm. um, but I, I also wouldn't be surprised if the 3DS kind of once it's faded out and it seems like it kind of is at this point, they just stick with just the one. They've kind of bridged yeah. that gap, and a lot of people I know play the Switch on the go. Yeah, I almost always play it on the console on the dock. So, I mean, they're in such a good place. This I, console I, is. I, I play it primarily not on the dock. That's funny that yeah, you say yeah. that because I, I I play it like I'll just and I should play it on the dock, but I just sit on the couch or lay in bed. Yeah. Like my wife will be watching TV, and I'm like I'm, I'll just play Switch. You know, right quick. now I actually I don't know a ton about the Switch because I don't have one. What is their secondary support for stuff like apps? Like, can you watch Netflix on your Switch? I believe they have Netflix now. I they think have, they have Hulu. They have Hulu. They've they been a little Netflix, okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they've been a little. Had a little hard time to get that working. See, on. that's kind of what I would expect. Now that I think about it, is branching more into making it a home entertainment 
hub. Maybe more like you know, instead of having your you know your Apple yeah. TV or your your Roku. Or whatever. See, I don't know. I think they would be reticent. To, I mean, they would be hesitant really? to do that. Interesting. Just because they've been so hesitant to get into that now. I mean, like I said, they don't yeah. even have Netflix on there. Yeah. I don't think. Or maybe they. No, I, I think it's just who. Yeah. Are, there's no um, Netflix. They just they're they're really. I mean, kind of backwards when it comes to online capabilities. Yeah. They finally got online, you know, for the Switch that you can pay for and, and it's everything. It's still not good. It's not very good. Right. I read an article from five years ago talking about almost everybody at Nintendo does not own another console. They don't play anything else. Really? Yeah. And that's the, one of the reasons why they're online. I think their infrastructure has been so poor. Um, they don't really know what they're doing because they just don't have a lot of experience. Wow. You saw the Xbox Game Pass is possibly coming to the Switch. Did you see that? I did. I was going to bring I that would up. Not I not know be what that means. Well, I know they, they saw that two of the games that are on Game Pass, and I'm trying to remember what they are right now. I think it's Ori. I don't know if it's Ori in the Blind Forest or the new one, Will of the Wisp. Right. A couple of them are, are shown on the software. Like They can they data mine that that mm. is going to be coming. They're Xbox exclusives. Mm. So yeah. it could just be some games. Maybe they're trying to do some cross-play. But, man, if they were smart, they well, would pay Xbox a boatload of money to fix their, their online capabilities. Yes. And that's the thing, because here's what's crazy, man. There, here's the speculation that's come out. Phil Spencer from Xbox, because I was going to bring this up. I'm glad you did. Like, Phil Spencer from Xbox has said that he that his kind of goal, and I don't know if he said this exact words. He's maybe like columns. I don't have. I didn't prepare this, so I don't have it right in front of me. But that he, you know, you got Windows Anywhere, right? Where yep. Windows Anywhere means that, or, or Xbox Anywhere, whatever it's called, mm. that I can go now and I can like log into Matt's computer under my Xbox account and play my games, yep. right? So the Xbox is no longer like in that sense, like a console. It, it's more like a service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And oh, it's the uh, Play Anywhere type. Play, play, play Anywhere. anywhere. I play have, Anywhere, um, yeah. I have the Shadow of War game on right. my PC so and it, on my Xbox. Yeah, so you bought it on one, and you can play it on both kind yes. of thing, which is interesting because they've said that, that they believe Phil's outlook is like, hey, taking Xbox or more of like a... Because you just heard, like, they took um, Xbox, uh, Microsoft Game Studio... And now they've changed the name to where it's just Xbox Game Studio or Xbox Games or something oh. like that. So, like, you know, there's still 343. There's still, you know, the people who make uh, Forza. Uh, what, uh, what's the uh, Turn 10. Turn 10. So there's, there's still all these people. But instead of it being like Microsoft Games, it's, it's just Xbox. So they're taking Xbox and making it more of a brand than like a con- I think that's a good move. Than like a console. Yeah. So if that's the case, well, now, if, you, if I can go log in right now and play anywhere on my computer... Right. Yeah. Um, what stops them from besides the obvious like you know crossplay no nos of being like, hey, why can't I log into my Xbox app on my Switch and download Halo, which is my one of my Play Anywhere titles, and play Halo yeah. on my because most I mean most of the button yeah. configs on all these consoles are the same now. Nowadays, it's just is the joystick you know where is it at? Yeah, you know, it's all the same right. number of buttons and everything. I mean, you see all the money that Steam makes on PC as like oh, yeah. the big. Um, game marketplace, and yeah. you see Epic Games trying to do their own, and you know every you know you play. There's a lot of, of attempts to get in on that market. Right. I think Xbox is saying that hey, you know that this is probably not a bad place to be. You know, start putting our games everywhere we can. So right. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, I could see Nintendo if they were smart, they would do that because it's just one of those things that they've shown they're not really great at is setting up their online. Yeah. Why not outsource that? Yeah. Right. I mean, and like I said, they have so many people with switches. At this point, like they're not really in, it, it wouldn't be a problem with them because they have right. such a lead. I, th- I mean, I don't know if they have a lead, but they have such a huge market share that I think they'd be fine to kind of go and, outside to do that. And what a day that would be, man! That literally you go, oh hey, I you know, 
I've got I just bought you know Halo Six or Halo Infinity or whatever on uh, on my Xbox, but you know I'm going the road. I pull up my it's Switch. Halo and Infinite. Infinite. Sorry, Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to get it wrong. Yeah. I knew it. I knew I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> I was just going to let it go, but nah, man. Can't, correct can't do me. That. Correct so, me when I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they'd go that far. Some of those first party titles, but. Yeah. It's an right. interesting world, and then you you run into hardware issues at that point. Like we said, that it's 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 mm. definitely an underpowered console. But Xbox One and PlayStation have now shown that they're willing to release multiple consoles that games have to be right. suited for. Absolutely. I have a One X. You have the regular yeah. one. The games have to work on both of them. Yeah. Same with the PS4 and the PS4 yeah. Pro. So it, I mean, it is going closer to a PC where there's a huge variable of hardware. Right. Yeah, and, what, and what, you've got the patches that have rolled out that you know your if you have an Xbox One X, your Halo is much larger. The Xbox One enhancement makes that file much larger yeah. than mine. Get a little extra forty gigs. I don't need 4K. mine any bigger, man. Yeah. I got six games on my Xbox. It's ninety nine point nine nine nine. Do you even have six, man? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I've got. I think it's six. Yeah. Uh, on, okay. on, I definitely did not think you said six right there. I, I thought you just asked him about his marital life. Like, come on, man, be honest. Okay, so, so, and I'm with you. The games are so large now that it's just like I have a I have a external hard drive. But Trevor, our other our other Easterling bro that yep. comes on here, he's always like, "Hey, man, I installed this game. I gotta uninstall three to play this one." So just I gotta <laughs> it's a pick barter system, man. Yeah. It's like picking your favorite kid, man. When a new game comes out, you're like, right. "I'm so sorry." I got, it's like you got you got work. You gotta go home. I gotta finish this game yeah. so I can uninstall it to install the next one, man. Right. I gotta. <laughs> Right. To get through it. When I beat Red Dead, that's the first thing coming off because Red Dead's big. Red Dead's the biggest one on mine right now. Red yep. Dead's massive. So, well, guys, that's really all we got for today's uh, Nintendo topic. Anything? Final thoughts? I said it last week. We were going to do it, and I want to do this. I want. I want to stick to this because I really like this idea. Final thoughts on today. We'll start with Matt. I'm just really excited to see what uh, what Nintendo has in the future. The more I see from them, the more I see them coming closer to something that I would be interested in. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to what they do with Metroid Prime 4 and, you know, what the next Zelda title looks like. So right. I, I think it's I think they're on the upswing. I agree. I like Nintendo. I've always liked Nintendo. I feel like, yes, Wii U, kind of a dip and, you know, maybe not the best choice. Um, everything they're doing now is good, man. It really is. Everything they put out is good, minus their online service. I think, like Mike says, a lot of their stuff is catered to casual gamers, maybe even kids. That's why a lot of their online service is a party chat and things like that, because we know how toxic that can be. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and, and really how predatorial that can be as well, okay. if you really wanted to be. Uh, so besides the online thing, I think Nintendo's doing everything really good right now. I'm excited to see what comes out. I love my Switch, and I probably, honestly, if you did a, like, you know, I probably played as much as I play my Xbox, which I never would have thought I would have said that about a Nintendo console again. Hmm. Mike? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a good couple of years for Nintendo with the Switch. I think Breath of the Wild was a an interesting look at how they can change their old franchises mm-hmm. going forward. And if they continue that with, you know, the, the Fire Emblem game coming out, the Metroid game coming out, I think that they're in a good space. For me, I do worry, though, is Nintendo ever going to release games that are catered towards me? <clears throat> I mean, the last 10 years or so, I don't think they have. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. And I mean, not everything is for me. I, I think it should be, but it isn't at this point. So until <laughs> I... Uh, they'll all come yeah. around. That's right. Until they answer my letters, we're pretty much stuck <laughs> where we're at. So, you know, there's always going to be a couple of games that I'm going to play. I'm going to play mm-hmm. Zelda games when it, they come out. If Metroid Prime 4 comes out and I'm still alive... I would love, I would love to play that game. Your kids will love it. I have, I have 
fond memories of the first one of that and the second one. Um, so I, I think Nintendo is making some good changes. They're a little slow to change because I think they're hesitant to alienate all those people that, that love their franchises because of the nostalgic memories they have. So I think they're in a really good place and they're, they're improving, um, you know, their games and their hardware and everything. So I think that the next couple of years with all these big releases they got coming out, it, it could be a really fun time for Nintendo. Nice, man. Well, guys, that's all the time we got for the 4Plot Podcast today. If you uh, don't know of any of these Nintendo games we talked about today, you owe it to yourself to go play them. You also owe it to yourself to subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and Mike, they need to... Uh, check out our Zanga blog, please. <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of work in this week. I need you guys to take a look, man. It's coming back. We're, checking We're working out. on the H- HTML. We're getting a song on there. Yeah, cool. man. Uh, uh, animated background. Maybe you could be in our top eight. Hey, you never, you know. never know. MySpace is hot, man. MySpace is hot. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week right here on the 4Plot Podcast. See you later. Today's music in the 4Plot Podcast is from VGR. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube by searching VGR or Video Game Remixes.